0: Damaged Goods Podcast Head Games The cool breeze off the sea is the meek saving grace in the Caribbean humidity My father and I sat on the cool cement porch Staring at the large tamarind tree in our front yard Stotch turned his head to me His gray eyes are like stones, intense as always he squints briefly before his emotionless proclamation. Hey, son. I don't answer, but turn to look at him. You know, rosters don't eat pussy. He stares at me for another second, then turns his head back facing the tamarind tree. I was nine years old. That was the chapter Head Games from my book Quicksand, which is out now. Quicksand available. uh, Barnes & Noble amazon kindle ebook select bookstores i don't know what's open where you live in your city town state country um if you do go to order it on amazon it says out of stock if you order it they restock it and ship it to you i don't know why they're being funky like that but they got you but yeah if you don't want to do the amazon thing which i get barnes noble's great in the ebook and if you want to read on your phone or kindle or whatever that's clever too if your if you city or town or wherever you live has got bookstores, they might have it. Uh, I know a lot of places in New England, New York, Chicago, California, Portland, Oregon, some places like that definitely have them in stock. Um, but yeah, the book is out. And uh, for a dude like myself, um, you know, the publisher ain't doing a whole... I'm going to keep it funky. I'm going to keep it funky. One billion, one billion, because that's what I do on Damage Goods. Uh, you know, my publisher ain't doing a whole bunch with promoting it so i'm very thankful for the platforms i have like the damage Goods podcast or like rainy real with dj beans on uh dash radio i'm very thankful for those because they allow me to promote the book and let you guys know that i have this thing some people probably bought my book because they listen to the music i used to make or the people i've worked for in entertainment or the podcast. Or the radio show, or you just find what I do on the social interwebs funny. Uh, either way, I use these things to help promote and sell the book. Social media being uh, one of them. Not, I, I kind of, I probably have said this, so pardon my repetition, if that's the case. I use social media to promote things like the podcast, radio show, the book, any artistic endeavors I might be undertaking at the moment. I always kind of say to myself, and say out loud, that if I wasn't promoting anything. Like art or or anything business shit. Probably wouldn't have any social media platforms. You know, I keep email and shit for business purposes or whatever. Communication purposes if you will. But I don't I don't really see the need to. If you're a person who's not promoting things and you just have these things cuz you like to Stay in touch with people or see certain shit and look at stuff. That's fine. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying for myself, for my little own snake man self, I wouldn't have all these things. And I don't like, I mean, if, if I had to have one of them only, I probably would have Instagram just because I like to watch videos, surf videos, skate videos, funny shit, whatever, you know. Um, Facebook, Twitter, you know, I kind of could do it out, but I use them to promote probably sold books through these places. But I don't like Twitter too much because it's a lot of complaining. It seems like a lot of whining. Everyone can say these little things, but it's, I don't know, maybe it's just who I'm following. I do like that you can get news pretty fast from it, but I don't really love it. Facebook, that's a whole other one I don't much care for. And I'll kind of tell you why I hate Facebook. Um, So I posted something on there the other day uh, mind you, I'm, I'm taking care of my father, right? He's got stage 4 cancer. In his liver, his pancreas. Very important to maintain your immune system. And if you're undergoing chemotherapy, uh, it's even more so important because chemotherapy can damage the immune system. And then you got the COVID-19 shit going around too, which is obviously not good for your immune system. Anybody who really like knows me or seen my shit for years I'm like semi-health conscious. Yes, I know that sounds kind of silly. Yeah, party, I might have taken in a lot of crazy substances and shit. True. But I like to maintain my health as much as I can. Physically, exercising, doing things mentally and spiritually, but also on the physical tip, diet, eating certain shit, taking vitamins and supplements when needed, receiving vitamin D, all that shit. So anyways, anyways, uh, Jake the Snake goes on Facebook. And I said something and I say it on I say whatever I say on one of my social media platforms tends to be on all of them across the board. I say something. Uh, hold on. I'm a little parched. Uh, if you guys could see the physical environment in which I'm doing this podcast from, you'll understand why it's been two and a half weeks. And I apologize for the gap. It's been rough emotionally, uh, personally got shit going on. Dude, I'm in a brutal physical environment right now. It's hot as balls. I'm a little parched. I'm going to sip some beverage. That's the sound of beverage being sipped. So anyway, on Facebook, I post something in regards to, um, I should probably look up my own posts so I'm not just paraphrasing. Fuck it, dude, it's Damage Goods Podcast. It's my podcast. I'm going to paraphrase what I said. I'm going to paraphrase what I posted. What I posted was something along the lines of um, get vitamin D, get sunlight, drink lots of water, sleep a lot, take some magnesium, zinc, anti-inflammatories, get your immune system on point. Because it's important. You got a virus floating around. You want to keep it up regular life. You got to come in contact with people. Where do you work? Maybe you work in a place where you're in contact with a lot of people. Uh, Pre-COVID shit. You worked at a fucking school, uh, the airport. You Maybe you was doing retail. I don't know. I tore on, on the music tip live that you're in contact with a lot of people. Immune system's important. If you're in my father's situation, anybody who's uh, undergoing... Certain treatment, or you, you're battling a, an illness, your immune system is very important. So I, I put that out there as a positive thing, not connected to anything else. I get a comment, as you do, when you post shit on Facebook, you're gonna get comments. I shouldn't trip, but apparently I'm tripping. <laughs> and uh, the person, the woman who posts back, you know, uh, in the comment said it was it read uh, also masks and social distancing. Yeah. I, I agreed. I, I'm not making a COVID-19 related post. My my post wasn't do this instead of social distancing and masks. Dude, I know people who've got it. I know people who've got it and died. I'm not fucking clowning. I wasn't talking about that. But it read as if, and maybe dude, maybe I'm the fucking asshole, which happens sometimes. It does. Maybe I'm reading into it wrong. That's the problem with social media and text and shit. We're, we're void of tone. Um, But it, I felt like she thought I was saying, do this instead of, you don't need to social distance and wear a mask, just keep your immune system tight I think you need to do both, if you just walk six feet away from motherfuckers and wear a mask, that ain't great for your immune system But you should be keeping your immune system tight and in shape regardless of COVID-19, that should be a regular thing everybody does Especially if if you're worried about getting sick from other other elements out there So, I just, I was like, man, fucking hate Facebook, dog. That's not what I'm saying. And I ain't the type to go back and forth on social media. And if I ever do, I tend to be very uh, ashamed of myself later. I don't squabble, I don't go back and forth in the comments. But that shit kind of irked me slightly because uh, why are you reading into or misreading into it? And it brought me to a bigger issue that maybe, uh, you know, I should apologize in my mind to this person or forgive them or they should forgive me or both of us can do the same. But it's like, Why did we even come to that? Why did she maybe think that's what I was saying? And why did I react the way I did? Because this situation, man, it's... Anything polarizing will be politicized. Anything that polarizes people, that draws them to extreme corners, a pendulum swinging this way and one swung the other way, so far apart, is going to be politicized because it becomes a tool and a weapon for those doing the politicizing. Is that a word? Politicizing? I think, maybe. If it's not, now it's a fucking word. If it's something that's a very serious matter that strikes people in a passionate manner, right? People are staunchly on one side or the other. There's not a lot of gray area. There's not room for nuance. There's no middle ground. If people are way over here and way over there about it, it's going to get politicized. All right, Jake, shut the fuck up. Okay, I will, sort of, not really. Episode's not done. Political preference does it dictate the art you take in based on the political preference of that artist? If, if we want to keep it isolated in the realm of music. This is something that I've thought about for years. I don't know why it's finally coming to a head for me now, right? We all love lots of, well, maybe not. <laughs> I really just presumptuously spoke for everybody. I listen to lots of genres of music. Some people might keep it real tight If you listen to even one genre of music Do you assume And you love these artists You play them in the house, in the car, in your headphones You've seen them live You might own a t-shirt You might have paid for a meet and greet Fuck, you might have even partied Done some drugs with these dudes I don't know Um, Do you ever think about who they vote for? Does it matter to you? Do they even vote? And if it matters to you How does that affect you? I've always been curious about this. I'm sure there's some music artists that I like, that I don't know their political preference because I've never checked on it, it's never come up, that I would disagree with. What do I do? Do I stop listening? This this brings up the age-old question. Can you separate the art from the artist? Uh, There's a lot of really famous musicians. A lot of people we love. And if you look into their personal life, they might be guilty of some things that you generally disagree with. If if some guy down the street from you in your neighborhood beat his wife, you might be like, fuck that guy, dude. I would never beat my wife. I'm going to go fuck this guy up. What if it's your favorite rock musician, your favorite rapper, your favorite singer? I don't know. Does it change? Do you throw out all the records and burn their shirts? I don't know. I don't know what you'd feel like. I mean, if you're a super-duper righty-trumpy guy, you love the Trump. And you hate these libtards or whatever, you know? And you do you not? And you love rock music? Do you stop listening to Pink Floyd? You know, I don't know. Do you stop listening to certain groups like the Rolling Stones? Even like they're not down with that shit. Do you only li- does fucking uh, Ted Nugent's catalog now become your main shit? Do you only rock that? Do you only watch Vince Vaughn movies? Other side of it, you know. I mean, people like to bring up. I mean, the, the, you got the instance of John Lennon, right? He wrote a lot of songs about peace and love and shit. Well known to put hands on a woman. Do you stop listening to him, Marvin Gaye? Maybe one of my favorite musicians of all time because I love his music. Interesting, painful life. He was known for for getting a little handsy like that. Do, you, do I do I don't love Marvin Gaye? I mean, that's a tough one, man. Fuck, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm not Sway. And I'm, you know, (laughs) I'm just, I want to be able to talk on certain forums. This is a hard thing to do. You can't go on to any forum as a guest and talk about what you don't know. But this is my fucking podcast. I don't know the answers to these things. I'm sure I would draw the line at certain shit. Do you draw the line at certain shit? You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain things like, look, if my favorite musician, rapper came out fucking on some little fucking pedo fucking tree jumper shit, touching boys, I'm, I'm, I'm off that, dude. You know, if I rape thing, yeah, fuck beating a woman. That's not cool either. But I've listened to these musicians and I loved their shit before I learned that. There's all kinds of fucked up things about people we admire. So can you separate the art from the artist? They always say don't meet your idols. I've seen people. I listen. I work in entertainment, music at a high level. I'm around working intimately with with very high level musicians, famous people, millionaires, Grammy winners, international superstars. And then you see somebody who loves and looks up to these people, meet them, and they're upset and frustrated and disappointed let down. Does it mean that these people are shitty? Or does it mean the manner in which the channel in which you met them wasn't a great place for you to truly get them? Is it just too crazy for them to meet, you know, a thousand people over a month tour and expecting you or them to be so genuine and nice to everybody? I have shitty days. I've had a shitty day today. I might be an asshole if I was pumping gas and ran into you. So are they ever afforded that shitty moment? Or 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 does it confirm your worst fears? Or are some of these guys shitty? Have I worked for people that I'm like, fuck, this guy's a piece of shit. His character sucks. Possibly, man. He's a, I don't have all the fucking answers. I am just like bringing up things, maybe making us think about this shit. Maybe you can find an answer for me. You know? I'm just a writer, man. I ain't no scientist. I don't have the fucking word on this shit. Maybe you can help me. I, I get curious about that shit. Can you ever successfully separate the art from the artist? Can we? I'd like to think so, otherwise I'm gonna have a lot of records to burn. All right, y'all, this episode of the Damaged Goods Podcast was brought to you by Elite Botanicals. Elite Botanicals is originally the CBD division of Elite Cannabis. If you guys have heard me talk about them, you know this is my favorite CBD product out there. The only one that truly works. I swear by it, that's why I'm endorsing them, not for any other reason. And now they're back with their new line for your little pets, Whole Pet CBD. They are one of the first companies farming high CBD cannabis under industrial hemp rigs. They've been working with CBD since 2013 with one of the first licensees in Colorado. Also, they've been working with Colorado State University since 2016 on their canine research study with CBD, so they know what they're doing. Their focus is providing farm-to-table product that uses the best ingredients possible ultra-refined, distilled full-spectrum CBD oil at high potency for reasonable pricing. That's the problem. Most of these other guys are overpriced for their non-working stuff. This allows for effective dosing and a 30-day-plus supply per unit. For the pets, they've got drops that go on their food or in their mouth. they got chicken and salmon-flavored ones. They've got soft gel capsules. they got a gravy powder, and you just sprinkle that over their food or put a couple of water in there, and it makes a nice little gravy mix chock full of CBD, glucosamine, and omegas for their joints. They've got nose and toes balm for cracked noses and paws, and they got some all-natural treats on the way. All this is available at wholepetcbd.com. Elite Cannabis, Elite Botanicals, and now Whole Pet CBD, all from Elite. Go check it out.